You're listening to a Mamma Mia podcast. Mamma Mia acknowledges the traditional owners of land and waters that this podcast is recorded on. Welcome to You Beauty. I'm Shazzy Hunt and this is In Her Bag, where we take a deep dive into the beauty bag of someone fabulous, famous or both and hear all about what products they're currently using. And just a reminder, don't get a hand cramp writing down all the products we discussed today. There'll be info and links in the show notes. This week, I'm joined by author Samantha C. Ross, a writer from Melbourne who, while studying for her Bachelor of Arts, decided to work around the globe as an exotic dancer. Samantha documented these experiences in a diary, which has now been published. Titled Sunshine, the book lifts the lid on the business of stripping and what really goes on in the back rooms of gentlemen's clubs. Samantha, welcome to In Her Bag. Thank you so much for having me. Samantha, every week I like to kick things off by asking our guests one very simple question. Yep. Why is your skin so good? Oh, <laughs> um, if you had seen me about three weeks ago, you wouldn't have said that. Living in Port Douglas, it's impossible to avoid the sun, no matter how slathered I am in sunscreen or how um, intense my skincare regime is. Um, I actually just had IPL done. So that is um, a good little warning to all the listeners out there. Keep your face and chest out of the sun. (laughs) (laughs) Um, But amazingly enough, uh, I had IPL done on my face, neck and chest, and it's given me really, really nice sort of baby skin again. It was a tiny bit painful, but uh, but worth it. But yeah, um, I would avoid the damage before it's actually done. (laughs) and um for today's episode I think the other simple question myself and all our listeners would want to know is what do exotic dancers know about beauty that us nine to fivers have no idea about ah that's a tough one okay so there obviously we have to have our makeup on for sometimes a 10-hour shift and that's a lot of swinging upside down on the pole and strobe lights and and, and a, a few champagnes in there as well. Um, and sometimes you just don't have time to go and reapply that makeup. So I've never really been a fan of caking it on over the top. There is a little trick where I would sneak around into the bar and quickly stick my face in the bar freezer. <laughs> really? And that would refresh the makeup? Yeah. Yeah. I mean, it's like using a hydrating mist, so I can't see why it would be any different. To do. I do that at my desk, to put it in the 95 context. I had to have a hydration mist at my desk and use it in the day, and then I'm like, oh, my makeup looks better. So, yeah, you get to go into a freezer room and get yeah. the real-life hydration so, I mean, mist. I would recommend that. I, I, I break out really easily with any kind of mist. So that was a trick that I learned early on. I just I couldn't I couldn't refresh my face with mist because the next day I would have a breakout from it. But um, I even do it now because obviously Flamworth Queensland gets so hot. Um, if I'm on my way out, if I'm going to have a girl's lunch or, you know, even a, a, a big dinner and it's still boiling hot here at night, I'll stop by Coles on my way out 
and just walk straight to the freezer section and stick my face in the freezer section. People must be thinking you take your ice cream selection so seriously that you've got your head in the freezer. <laughs> they would. Yeah, they would. And I do. Like, is this the right ice cream for me? <laughs> and I do. I take it very serious, but they don't know that it's a double whammy and I'm I'm actually making sure my makeup is not melting off because I use an oil-based foundation. For some reason, matte foundation makes me look like I've been on a round-the-world trip in one go and uh, I just I turn out looking like a parched zombie by the time I, um, I've been an hour in matte makeup. So I use oil-based foundation and it's got a really good coverage, but you do, you do tend to sweat through it. So um, I would recommend, ladies, when you're on your way out and it's a boiling hot day, anywhere you can get to, a restaurant, anywhere, Coles, just five seconds. Five seconds, that's all I want. (laughs) Yeah, that's all I want. I'm so excited that we're already talking about makeup, but I am going to ask you a few skincare questions first and we'll come back to makeup. And, um, you know, it was interesting reading your book. There's lots of talk about the things that were going on your face when you were working, the makeup, the contour, the lashes, but there wasn't kind of as much talk about it coming off, but I imagine that must have been a huge part of your everyday routine. Ah, yeah, I would say that would be my first piece of advice. I would say never go to bed with your makeup still on, ever. And let me just say for everyone listening, you are going to bed a lot, lot, lot later than we would be, even on my best party night. 5 to 6 a.m., yep. Most people are are sort of rising to start their work day. That, that That was my sunset. And if you were taking your makeup off at 5, 6 a.m., then there is no excuse for me not to be taking it off at, you know, 11 o'clock. Uh-huh. Yep. And I would even, even when the girls would come in the next day and they would say, I was too tired last night to even take my makeup off. And I would be the first to scold them. And so it's really funny. Um, my stripping years are way behind me, but I will still get texts from my girlfriends from the old stripping days saying, I'm so tired and I can't go to sleep without taking my makeup off. Damn you. All I can hear is your voice in my head scolding me. You've left your mark. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) Uh, I did. I did in that respect. (laughs) Um, Yeah. So, yeah, no, always take your makeup off. You need those pores to breathe. And I was surprised to see that your cleanser of choice is actually a homemade concoction as well as your mask. So what led you down this very wholesome path yeah yeah it's both a cleanser and mask and I just I I make it up for the week and then I just put it in a little plastic tub so I buy raw almond I I I don't buy the already flaked or crushed almonds I buy almonds whole and then I crush them (laughs) I put them in plastic bags and crush them with a hammer because you've got all of that you've got all that lovely oil still in there and I believe that oil comes out if you buy them already flaked or crushed um, and then I just put it in some in some honey. Some really good honey is always great. Some manuka because the honey gets right right down into the pores. So I'll just I'll give my face a little sort of um, micellar wipe first, and then I'll exfoliate and cleanse with the honey and the crushed almonds. And so you get that that full cleanse where your pores are basically all. Anything that's built up in your pores is sucked out entirely. And then, of course, the almond exfoliates any any dead skin cells. 
honey is renowned for its balancing bacterial and healing properties. And then almond, and particularly almond oil, is a common inclusion in skincare and body products because it's got a source of vitamin E uh, for smooth and supple skin. Yeah. And I read then you do a face mask spin on the honey and almond mix. I do. I do. So that one has baking soda, lemon juice and turmeric powder. Yeah, and a little bit of honey as well. And you just paint that one on and it 10 minutes. All it will take is 10 minutes to tighten and brighten. Uh, my friend is a, a model and she she filled me in on that that little trick. And it, look, if I don't have time to make it, I will always have a backup clay mask, a charcoal, charcoal clay, which, you know, works pretty well, but nothing will brighten the way for some bizarre reason a bit of um, turmeric powder and, and baking soda with lemon juice. It's just a little miracle. Well, the lemon juice, obviously astringent. Baking soda uh, is a natural exfoliant and turmeric, same as when you eat it, antioxidant and anti-inflammatory powerhouse. But I will give a word of warning. My mum has always made turmeric skin concoctions, but um, many a good white towel has been befallen by it. So <gasps> Definitely don't you don't use a white towel to take it off. <laughs> <laughs> I've seen so many good white towels go. <laughs> It'll never be a white towel again. No. <laughs> <laughs> no, just straight. No, put your face straight, straight in the sink, and just just wipe it off with your hands. Normally on this show, I'd call it a snap when a guest uses a product that I'm also a fan of. But I was hoping that today you'd give me a much sexier dance move name for when things are in alignment or in sync. Is there anything that would be like a good dance move that we could use instead of the word snap? As an ex stripper, I would just say the hustle. The hustle. Yeah, because I think that that was once a dance. Do the hustle. Yeah. And that's what we do at work. And um, I guess when we're at our best doing, you know, doing our, our sexiest dances or our sexiest pole moves, it's all involved in the hustle. So, yeah, I guess my snap would be do the hustle. Okay. So let's, we're both hustling for Clarence Beauty Flash Balm as our day cream. We are. I love it. I love it. I am a day walker. I wake at dawn with my children waking up. And I love Flash Balm because it casts this luminous light over my face in the daylight. But as someone who has lived opposite hours to me, yep. how do you find Flash Balm works at nighttime? What do you love about it? I love the way it's the same as a face mask. It just it tightens and brightens and it's just such a noticeable difference. I have I have freckles along the top of my, my forehead and, um, and I'm also prone to going red-toned really, really easily. Um, like my emotions show in colour, <laughs> you know. So um, if I'm uncomfortable or embarrassed or overtired or stressed, I will go red. My neck and across my nose will go red. And, and I find that somehow, um, even though that's probably sort of the blood coming to my face, I'll find that Beauty Flash Bomb will fight that good fight and, and you know, and, and, and just punch back from the, from the outside in. It's like Flash Bomb is cringe resistant. It's not it just is. a multitasker. It's motion resistant. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, no, that one really is a miracle. Yeah, it's this makeup artist primer, gives your makeup staying power, and it can be worn as a mask 10 minutes on the face. Oh, I did not know that. I neither did I. I read that and was like, oh, I guess that's kind of what you're doing anyway I mean, if you give it a good go. Yeah, oh, that's fantastic. Wow. Over okay. to your intensive night cream, which is the Medicaid Night Ritual Vitamin A. Mm -hmm. uh, again, as we were talking about, your version of apply before bedtime might be a little bit different in the past. 
were you applying this, you know, at 6am before you'd go to sleep? Yeah. Yeah. Only twice a week because it is really, really, really strong. And I know in your um, former life, you were traveling extensively in Australia and overseas. What was the best skin or makeup tip you picked up during your travels? Always stick to what you know. And if you're if you're in a country, say, for example, uh, I worked in Japan and I made sure I was pretty stocked up. But I, I mean, it, it's not like you can't order Clarins when you're in Japan or Medicaid for that matter. But um, just for your, your little things like Burt's, Burt's Bees and Thin Lizzy, you would either stock up or you would Google any kind of review where the product was similar. So you do your research beforehand. If you're going to perform on stage, I wouldn't try something the night before because if you're anything like me, I have such sensitive skin and um, anything new I can have the most violent reactions to. Everything I've ever put on my face, neck, body, I've done a patch test every single time. I love that you've actually done a patch test and it would it makes sense because obviously you can't go, oh, I need the night off, my skin has erupted. That's work. <laughs> no, that's work. I mean, you know, you're, you're doing the hustle is a, a big part of it. But, yeah, I mean, your skin is everything. I, I, I have worked with um, some dancers who haven't had the best skin and do a really lovely job of of sort of masking that. But when you're under stress, the strobe lights and neons are unforgiving and not a lot is able to be hidden, like, you know, shaving rash. <laughs> um, but, um, yeah, I mean, you really have to get your skin right to, to be a dancer because um, some of the men that come into strip clubs can be quite derogatory and they will point that out. They will, they will openly, I mean, men have no restraint, so they'll openly say, that's a big pimple you've got there. <laughs> Thanks. <laughs> Thank you. No, that's the twin I ate. <laughs> Let's move on to your makeup routine. And I was interested that uh, both your foundations were quite affordable, both around $20. Yeah. The uh, Olay Total Effects 71 Touch uh, BB Cream. Yeah. And the Designer Brands Hydrating Luminous Foundation. Now, I know from your book, you were cajoling those big bucks out of your clients. So a budget-friendly foundation is an economic conscious choice, I can see. What do you love about them? It wasn't based on financials. It, it was just doing a little tester and seeing just how it suited my skin. So that that was really just, you know, a choice by discovery. And, you know, I, I think it's always nice to spoil yourself, of course. It's always nice to have some really beautiful high-end brands. But it really is more about what suits your face the best, what what is going to highlight your contours and hide your pores and I'm just blessed, I guess, that um, DB Luminous Foundation is such an amazing one for me. And everybody assumes it must be, you know, a really lovely Estee Lauder or Chanel. And um, I'm just super privileged that the foundation that that suits me best is a a lovely oil base that goes really, really far and is both long-lasting on your face and long-lasting in the bottle. It's so cost-friendly. That designer brands one, it is actually enriched with hyaluronic acid, aloe vera, green tea and vitamins A, C and E. So this is a foundation that isn't just about covering up the skin, which is great. Um, But what I really like about the brand, they back themselves, they offer a money back guarantee. So if there are people who are like 
really? How can a $20 foundation kind of deliver? No, it really does. And on top of the base, I see there's a whole lot of the brand Thin Lizzy going on. How did you come across this brand? My friend gave me a little Christmas pack with the six-in-one and the gloss. Both of them were spectacular. And that six-in-one is the hero of the range. What amazes me about that six-in-one compact is it only comes in two tones, light and dark, yet it claims to suit everyone. Every skin. It's miraculous. Basically, the product has these luminous spheres and colour corrective pigments and they reflect and enhance natural skin tone, whatever that skin tone may be, which is why everyone ends up with this gorgeous, fresh, radiant glow. <laughs> oh, just, it's, it's amazing, isn't it? And uh, I wanted to ask you about bold lipsticks before we move on to the next category. I imagine they were part of the territory in the Gentleman's Club scene. Yep. And you mentioned the Rimmel Lasting Finish range for deep colours. Yeah. When you're trying out a bold statement lipstick, what are you looking for? I think a red is really lovely for a glamorous nighttime but still fresh look, especially if you're not going to overwhelm it with the eyes. So I would never go a smoky eye and a red lipstick. I would just find that that probably a little bit too garish on me. So if I'm going with a, a red, I'll just have probably, you know, some bronzer and a little bit of liquid eyeliner and mascara with that. But yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm looking for something that still manages a fresh look rather than an overly done up look. And, and I feel like when you've paired with a lovely bronzer and just a little bit of eye makeup, red can actually really revitalize your, your looks. And there is a million reds. So it's really imperative to, to do a little test before you leave the shop because, you know, you can look at a red and think, wow, that's going to look gorgeous. And you get home and all of a sudden you've got orange lips. Um, and jumping across to your fragrance choice, you know, this episode's had a lot of nudity, stripping and sexiness, but the two fragrances you've chosen have got to be right up there as the most classical, floral, innocent scents around. Yeah. Tell me why these two appeal. Well, as you say, they are very, very classic, very floral. And um, a lot of the girls I worked with tend to try out brand new perfumes. But I found with more, I, I would make money, believe it or not, with more floral fragrances. Yeah, wow. Uh, yeah, it just, um, it seemed less intimidating. I find um, the, the, the more spicy, musky ones almost confused our clientele. It almost, it, the mystery almost frightened clientele off. And, um, yeah, I would just find the floral ones would come across with a sense of innocence and, um, of course, Elizabeth Arden's timeless sunflowers is just, it's such a unique smell but it's also unobtrusive and it's an old favourite for just for its flirtiness and its playfulness. Elizabeth Arden Sunflowers was launched in 1992, so it is the furthest thing away from an edgy modern-day scent, but it's bright and joyous and uh, floral fruity, as you mentioned. And then the other one you've called out is Marc Jacobs' Daisy. Daisy, yeah. Everyone knows the bottle. It's got that unmistakable blooming daisy bottle cap. Yeah. And it's a charming and whimsical white daisy scent. Yeah, I would not have picked them as sexy scents. But I love that they kind of have this surprisingly sweet appeal. <laughs> yeah, and, and somehow they translate. In the stripping world, they would translate into, I mean, you know, if you're poncing about in barely anything and at points of the night you're naked, a little bit of innocence in a scent can actually be translated into class, I would find. 
So by somehow maintaining just that, even naked, that tiny bit of innocence, uh, men would sort of look at that as classy, which was bizarre. The best one I ever used was the Body Shop Vanilla Oil, and they no longer make it, unfortunately. My heart still breaks. (laughs) (laughs) Nothing worse. (laughs) Um, And jumping over to your hair routine, obviously as a bombshell blonde, I see you're all about that purple shampoo life. Oh, definitely. I mean, nobody really likes, nobody likes their, their blonde to go brassy, you know, it just, it, it starts to look cheap and unkempt. So yeah, it's, it's such a fantastic quick fix. And I wanted to ask you about your favorite styling product where you've just said hair volumizing powder. <gasps> Volumizer <Tell> us- <laughs> is life. <laughs> <laughs> For people who don't know, to explain how volumizing powders work and why you love them. Well, I have really thin hair and once upon a time in a land far away before the time of volumizers, I would have to wash my hair every second day because it was prone to oiliness. And I didn't like doing that because it strips color. It strips your natural oils that you sort of need to keep your hair to keep your hair in, in some sort of healthy state, especially while tinting and bleaching it blonde. Um, and I just started noticing there were girls around with these fantastic high roots and just volume in life. And I can't remember who it was. I don't think it was in the stripping world. I might, might have actually just been a hairdresser. And that was her answer. Volumizing powder is life. And as soon as I used it, it, a whole new world opened for me. You know, I mean, I don't like to wash my hair too much for those for those reasons. I like to keep some natural oils in. I don't want to strip it too much. Using a volumizer not only gives you that amazing body, but at the same time, you know, you get to you get to keep that body for days and days and days. You get you know some some nice a nice lift to the root for days, and you don't have to be washing it every day because it just stops it getting oily. So it's sort of a two-in-one benefit. And all you do, it's so easy to use. I think that's what rocked me about volumizing powders is you literally shake it into your hands, rub them together, and then just work it straight into dry hair. That's it. And then, woof, there comes the volume. Well, I only use it at the root because it is a really, it is a pretty intense product. So I just put a comb sort of an inch next to each side of the middle part and, and spray it along the line and then give it a rub through. Volumizing powder is life. I don't know how I ever lived without it. We've gone through your hair and makeup routine and I wondered in your former life as a dancer, how much of that kind of helped enable you to have confidence when it came to putting yourself out there when you literally have nothing else but your hair and makeup? If the outside is shining right, I think it really does help the inside shine as well. I know they say beauty comes within and and it does. It most certainly does to a certain extent, but Every female wants to look their best as well. And it's something about not, not so much doing it for men or doing it for, for anyone else, but just having that pride in your appearance and knowing that you got it right. It's just something about putting it all into place where it lifts your confidence and you can sit there knowing that, quite frankly, you look beautiful. And that makes your inside feel beautiful as well. You know, I mean, provided you're not going through hell or anything, but <laughs> it really does help. The outside, the outside shining helps the inside shine a little bit and obviously vice versa. But yeah, I think when you just get it all down pat, it really does arm you with confidence. And finally, every week on In Her Bag, we ask guests to share their best spendy and savey, which is the just close the eyes and tap that credit card product and the cheaper than a house red product. 
And for your spendy today, we have another hustling product. <laughs> it comes yeah. up over and over again on In Her Bag. It is the Lemur Creme de Lemur Moisturizer. Yeah. <laughs> $250. I'm no longer a stripper, so I can't afford that one very much. But <laughs> there's something otherworldly about that moisturizer. I've had actresses skincare experts, now strippers, tell me this is the face cream to spend all your money on. Why is it so good? The entire time you're, you're using it, you notice a difference in your skin. And, and, and so do other people. Everyone stops you and asks you what, what you're using. Your skin just becomes a glow with it. Do you tell them how much it is when you tell them what product you use? Yeah. <laughs> but I did read this article about Lemur, apparently Lemur don't even know how it works. <laughs> well, the key ingredient is the miracle broth. Yeah, The yeah. cell-renewing elixir that calms redness and inflammation. But it's just magic. It's some kind of magic fusion. <laughs> they're probably like Coca-Cola. They do know, but they're not going to tell us. <laughs> no, this. they're not telling anyone. Why would you? <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to booty shake on over to your savvy, and it's the Boots Number no. 7 Skincare Lift and Illuminate range. It is. Uh, this is an in-house brand from the notorious UK pharmacy chain. So how did you come across it? Yeah, um, I, I was shocked to see that my best friend here in Port Douglas, Rosie, she uses the Boots Number no. 7 range and I tried a little bit of hers on and thought, oh, my God, this is amazing. And when I looked it up online and saw that it was just as amazingly priced, I thought, well, makeup gods are smiling down on me today. Samantha, thank you for coming on In Her Bag. It's been such a treat to learn to master the art of hustling and also just to confirm that we should all be stopping by the supermarket freezer aisle before we go anywhere important with makeup on. Thank you so much. Do the hustle. <laughs> Remember to check out the show notes for more on today's products. And if you want more, head to our You Beauty Facebook group and our Mamma Mia Beauty Instagram to stay up to date. Thanks for listening to In Her Bag. I'm Shazzy Hunt and you'll hear from me next Thursday. And don't forget to tune in to hear Kelly and Lee in your ears on Tuesday. Stay beautiful.